Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Stretch Goose Podcast. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hopefully, everybody's got their coffee nice and hot. They are ready for their drive to work or sitting on that porch and listening to my tales of news and crazy. Uh, thank you all for, for taking that moment. Appreciate each and every one of you. Like it, share it, subscribe to it, rate it, and review it. And all those good things that comes with uh, with this this medium to help you know boost the show and all that good stuff. Uh, we are going to talk about a uh, Wells Fargo customer losing some money. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some th- some thieves making off with some shoes. And the big finish is going to be the uh, uh, Raiders football player that finally pled out his case. So, but before we do any of that, any of that at all, we are going to uh, play a clip that I just want to do for funsies. Uh, this this is a clip that I've had um, kind of similar to what, you know, yesterday, uh, you know, where I was talking about these clips that I've been just hanging on to and I just have no place for them in the grand scheme of things. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and knock this one out as well um if 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 it'll let me anyway just give me a second here to uh oh the video is private well never mind uh let me well maybe i can do it this way nope video is private okay never mind i can't i can't play it it doesn't matter um so screw it as all things, you know, you, you run into a you run into a you know speed bump and you just move on. Business Insider: A Wells Fargo customer has lost sixty eight thousand dollars after being tricked into making a wire transfer by a scammer. Oh no! A Wells Fargo customer lost seventy thousand dollars after being tricked by a scammer into making such a wire transfer. He said a scammer gained access to his accounts and transferred money from his savings to his. From his savings to his checking, uh, he his wife Rosalind Nestler told ABC Seven the hacker then called and pressured him to return the money, claiming it had been transferred accidentally. He was worried, uh, she told the outlet. Uh, he did not check the savings account to see if it was actually our money, seventy thousand dollars of it. Which, you know, I mean, that, that that's a little bit of a. a a little bit of a thing for for everyone here. Um, please make sure that it's really your money. Follow, you know, take some extra precautions to, you know, because a lot of these guys that call with these, you know, crazy ideas or crazy things that they say, you know, none of it. You know, put it like this way: like the ones where they say, you know, lawsuit this and lawsuit that. You know, they don't. If if there was a lawsuit, you would be served by a sheriff or a third party. They would come to your fucking house. You would not even get a phone call. You wouldn't get a letter. You would just get court papers. You know, that's something these guys don't understand. You know, if it really was the police, they wouldn't call you. They would be at your front door knocking on it. That's what they do. So you just have to you just have to be extra vigilant and cautious about these guys. You know, because it's just there, you know, for a guy to call you and say, hey, you know, these seventy thousand dollars was transferred accidentally. Could you give it back to me? That is to fall for that. It's sad. Anyway, the scammer told him, 
told told him that the he only had to transfer sixty eight thousand to make up for any trouble caused, leaving him with two thousand. The couple said they weren't confident they would ever get this money back. Their son told ABC Seven he was upset that Wells Fargo hadn't queried the unusually large transfer before processing it. Uh, anytime you can inject a pause into that process, your chances of not getting scammed go way up. A representative for Wells Fargo told ABC7, we conduct a comprehensive investigation of the case, shared the findings with our customer. After a thorough review, we confirmed this matter was handled appropriately by our team. And of course, they don't immediately respond to further comment after that. Um, it's kind of, it, it's absolutely, uh, it's absolutely fucked up that they, that this dude got punked, but you know, it's out there. You guys have guys, it's out there. You know, you, the, the, the phone calls, the letters, the weird emails, it's out there. People are out trying to take your money. Just be a lot more cautious with it, please. You know, also from the Business Insider, thieves made off with 200 sneakers worth $13,000, but they were all just for the right foot because the fuckheads didn't think that that they needed both feet. So three people broke into a shop in the city in Peru, in a city in Peru. They made off with 200 sneakers, but they were all right foot. The heist was worth was worth fifty thousand Peruvian soles, whatever that is, which is basically thirteen thousand dollars in American. The three people in Peru have been caught on the wrong foot. Oh, I love that pun there. Ha 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 ha. The fuck. After the shoe shop robbery went wrong, they um the 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 footage from the shop's security camera captured the the stupid uh, imbeciles who don't know that there are two shoes to go with you. Um, it showed that the thieves broke in, broke the padlock, um, on their third attempt and made off with boxes of shoes on a tricycle. The heist included sneakers from well-known brands. They have gathered the, they say they've gathered all the evidence at the scene. The unusual thing about the robberies is the shoes are only right footed. Uh, police chief, uh, Edwin Diaz, uh, told the BBC with the footage and the fingerprints, we were able to locate the individuals. Uh, Tuesday, the tweet on a Tuesday tweet from the uh, shoe place showed a photo of the messy shop following the crime. It has been viewed 86,000 times uh, so far. All I can say to this one, guys, if you're going to rob a shoe store, you need both fucking feet. Don't be a retard. That's all I'm going to say to this. Um, this is from CBS News. Uh, Henry Ruggs, if you don't know who Henry Ruggs is, he is a now former football player. He, um, got, uh, pretty hammered, drove about 156 miles an hour in 2021 and, uh, smashed into a car where a woman and a dog were both killed and basically burned to death from the rear ending in Vegas. Um, and of course, the the car exploded, uh, things like that. So, the prosecution uh, reached a plea deal with this asshole. Uh, he pleads uh, guilty, and he will avoid trial. But what does he plead guilty to? Uh, 
August, uh, he'll be sentenced August 9th to three to 10 years in state prison under the terms of the deal with the prosecution. The minimum three-year sentence cannot be reduced by converting the year and a half that he spent under house arrest. His attorney, David Chesnoff, uh, declined immediate comment and left the courthouse with a group of about nine people following a brief appearance. The Raiders uh, dropped rugs while he was still hospital. Well, I yeah, we all know that. Anyway, um, his girlfriend was also in the car at the time of the crash and was also injured. Prosecutors said Ruggs suffered leg injuries and uh, his girlfriend injured her arm. Um, they're, they have a daughter together. Um, so last week he waived the long-delayed preliminary hearing with his agreement to plead guilty to driving under the influence, causing a crash, which is a felony, and a misdemeanor of misdemeanor of manslaughter, carrying a six-month jail sentence that will be folded into the prison term. Um, the prosecutor told the local judge who moved the case to state court last week that Clark County DA Steve Wolfson endorsed the deal. Wolfson declined immediate comment. Wolfson said shortly after the crash that Ruggs would face a mandatory minimum of ten of two years in prison if convicted and could get uh, up to fifty. The district attorney said investigators learned that Ruggs spent several hours drinking with friends in a sports entertainment site and golfing venue and may have been at a friend's home for several more hours before heading home. Um, the attorneys for Ruggs said it is the first. They say it is a first step toward a fair resolution to the matter, closure for all parties involved. Police reported. Uh, that airbag computer record showed that his his vehicle slowed slightly from 156 to 127 seconds before smashing into the vehicle. Uh, the speed limit in the area was 45 miles an hour, so he clearly blew past that one. Other charges against uh, Ruggs were dismissed under the agreement, including felony reckless driving, driving under the influence, causing substantial injury. Uh, misdemeanor gun charge stemming from the discovery of policing of the police uh, in the in the vehicle they found a handgun. He posted bail, went to blah blah blah. blah. Okay, so this kind of kind of just kind of glossing over this for a second. I'm 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 actually very pissed off about this, and this is some, this is what I don't like about police. You know, this is what I don't like about this this type of stuff. The prosecutor should have went all in and buried him at sea, and set and not setting an example or anything like that, but just just destroyed him because he chose. He made choices, made choices, and these choices deserve consequences, appropriate for those choices. He decided to go to a party. He decided to drink. He decided to go to another party. He decided to get hammered. Then he decided to go home. He decided 156 miles an hour while intoxicated was a good idea. He decided to go through a 45-mile zone and smash into a car, setting it on fire, and killing the the woman and the dog. Um, he deserves 50 years. He deserves 30 years. He doesn't deserve a 10-year sentence. He doesn't deserve a 5-year sentence. He doesn't deserve to to walk out of prison for that. I don't. It's not it, this. This to me. And then the you know they find the the gun in the vehicle. He drove recklessly. They're going to drop that charge. I think all charges stick. 
He deserves to go to prison for a long time. And he deserves to eat every inch of that. And I do not appreciate that type of shit where the prosecution lets him lets these guys basically walk. So when he's in his 30s, he's going to go walking free. And this woman and her dog aren't coming back. And I don't believe that's fair. I don't believe that that's right. I don't believe that that the family should walk the streets, you know, in 3 to 10 years knowing full well that this asshole is going to be wandering around and and it is not even it's not even cool. I mean, they they allowed him to attend a gym for for physical training twice a week after posting bond. I wouldn't have let him go out of the fucking I would have left his ass in jail. I would have revoked bond. I wouldn't have gave him bond. There's no way he would have made bail. This is not this is this is unacceptable to me. And I and I think and I and I just think it's not fair to the family. It's not fair to to the, all the parties that that are that are going to be grieving for the rest of their lives because of this jackass and his stupidity. At some point these guys are going to have to fucking um at some point these guys are going to have to fucking put their thinking caps on. I mean, just recently Moran, uh, a basketball player got popped again for waving a gun on camera, and he's now suspended again. And he went through the whole process, you know, counseling, all this bullshit. He did a stupid interview, and he sits there and he goes, oh, I've learned a lot, etc., etc. I know what I have to lose, blah, blah, blah. And then he fucking does it again. The only way these dipshits are going to learn anything, the only way is if they are punished a hundred percent, not ten percent, not sixty percent, a hundred fucking percent. That's what should be happening out there, guys. That's what I think should be happening. But of course, it's not because the privileged, the ones with the cash, they always get off scot fucking free or the little slaps on the wrist. And if it was you or me, guys, we would be eating a whole lot. A, a whole lot of that sentence. We would have done 20, 25, easy, 10, 15, 20 years. Anyway, guys, that's the podcast. It's a short one for a Tuesday. Get you guys kind of, you know, up to snuff on a few things. Like it, share it, subscribe to it. Leave a comment in the comment section. Let me know how we're doing. And I will see you on the next one. Later. Later.